0: I remember our first service in this room. We didn't have much. We had a team of 25 people and we had a lot of faith that God was gonna do something special. Even to get this church started, we put everything we had into it, which wasn't a lot to begin with. We moved here not knowing anyone with no team. But I remember that first Sunday like it was yesterday thinking it's actually happening. We're actually doing this. You know, that's often the way it is when we step into God dreams. It starts with a vision inside of us that is so much bigger than us. And as we're sitting here in this room right now, I think about just how far God has brought us. It's never felt like any big shifts in our life. It's just been a series of little steps. And that's exactly how God changes us. One degree of glory at a time. Being here makes me think, about just how far we've come. Like, I remember the one time we had to cover up the nude artwork that was in the kids' classrooms. (laughs) I had to do that before the parents arrived. Uh, I remember on our Christmas Eve service, how there was these crazy, demonic-looking paintings one time that were just released right before Christmas Eve service, and we were trying to figure out how are we gonna glorify the Savior, the birth of our Savior, with these things on the walls.
1: Yeah, not to mention the teacups that were in the lobby with big signs that said, absolutely do not touch, to the time you jumped off this very stage and split your pants during that.
0: Yes, that was a memorable illustration. I remember dealing with all sorts of crazy sets, like preaching and having a guillotine on stage while there's a bra hanging from something else. I remember a river running through the lobby of this building. There's so many different things that transpired while we were here, and some of them we can laugh about, some of them we weren't laughing about at the time. No question meeting here has had its share of adventures. But it taught us tenacity. It revealed our resilience. It gave us grit. And I think everything we've gone through makes this next season that we're going into so much sweeter. I think it's brought an understanding that every season and every degree comes with its own challenges.
1: Being here reminds me of how God has built this church. This church wasn't built with great facilities. This church wasn't built with an abundance of resources. This church wasn't built with great marketing or even great advertising budgets.
0: Now this church was built with a vision and a mission to bring those far from God near to life in Christ. It was built with a culture that said, we are going to exude passion, We're going to love sacrifice. We're going to embrace risk. We're going to show honor and we're going to win together. This church was built one changed life at a time, one step at a time from one degree of glory to another. We started this church with an idea. What would it be like to be part of a move of God? You know, I've read about great moves of God in the past. And when I say that, I'm not just talking about big revivals that fill a stadium or pack out an arena. I'm talking about the kind of revivals where whole communities are stirred, where Jesus is the topic of every conversation, whether in the house, at the store, in the office, or on the street, where passion for God changes every fiber of our lives, where new enterprises begin with righteous conviction, where people's calendars are prioritized around their worship, where fountains of compassion are opened and where holiness is the hallmark of people's habits. Those kind of revivals aren't made in a moment. They're formed through a series of them. That's really been our prayer for this church, that God would take these moments from the mundane to the crazy, awesome God moments, every single one of them, and turn them into a movement. And that's really what Velocity means. We want this church to be a move of God, and we believe it is from everything that God has done here, from starting right here at night because we couldn't find any place that we could meet in the morning, to going from one service to two to three, all right in this room, from trying to create a powerful Easter experience and not being able to test anything out, knowing if it's gonna work until Easter Sunday. God has been building His church and we're grateful to be a part of it. From moment to moment, from faith to faith, from struggle to strength, from glory to glory, from one location to the next. Velocity is a move of God. You know, when you think about how God orders our steps, it's crazy when you realize that it's not often a straight line. Just think about the Israelites. They were leaving Egypt to get into the promised land. And this is what it says in Exodus chapter 13 says that after Pharaoh sent the people out, God did not take them by the road that runs through the land of the Philistines, even though that was the nearest and easiest route. Instead, God said if they see battle, they might regret their decision and then return to Egypt. So God chose a different, longer path that led the community of his people through the desert toward the Red Sea. So the Israelites marched out of the land of Egypt like an army ready for battle. You see, sometimes the shortest way isn't the best way. And often the easiest way isn't the way that God chooses. In fact, what I've found is that it's usually the things that we think are diversions that are the very things God uses to keep us moving forward and in the right direction. I think about this venue that we're in right now, which has been the only place we've been able to meet physically for the last 10 months. And how this whole place started, it started with a maybe. We were seeing God do incredible things while we were meeting in the Lawrence Arts Center, where we actually had three services going at that one location, and we tried everything to make it work. I think we tried changing our service times no less than three or four times just to find out What would control the chaos? Because it was crazy. We actually got it down to where we had 15 minutes in between our services at one point. I really had to make sure that I did not go over when I was preaching during that. But we had this idea. What if we could just do another service in another location? We weren't able to do later services like a Saturday night or Sunday night service because of the matinees and shows that happened at the arts Center. But that's how this location started. It started with a perhaps, maybe God is in this. I'm so grateful for what God has done here. This has allowed us to reach and meet new people. It's given us new opportunities to grow. And with every new season comes new challenges. Being here stretched us and our team in new ways. We never could have imagined the amount of work that it would take just to lead two locations well, because. It wasn't just double the resources, double the equipment, double the communications. It was triple the effort. But we've loved every minute of what God has done right here. Even though COVID has forced us to be one location again, we know other locations are in our future because there are more people that need to hear the good news found in Jesus Christ. We wanna continue to be as faithful to our mission as we can to bring those far from God, near, To life in Christ.
1: Being in this room right now reminds me that there are still more people to be reached. That our job as the church is to go to them, Mm -hmm. not wait for them to come to us. That every seat is an opportunity for someone to have a real encounter with Jesus and have their eternal destiny changed. We want to be all about that mission.
0: You know, glory means different things. Sometimes when we think of glory, we think of it as renown or a notable achievement. Sometimes when we talk about glory, we're talking about the presence of God. Sometimes when we think of glory, we think about the beauty or splendor or greatness of a thing. But in the Bible, glory often means weight. That's the literal translation in Hebrew. It was used in everyday language to express the worth of a person or to express ideas that were important. When we use the word weight, We don't often use it to describe something important. We use it to describe something heavy. In fact, that's the exact word that many people have used to describe this season. It's been a heavy season. There's been a lot that we've had to carry. There's been excessive burden. The past year and a half has definitely been weighty. Even for us, from trying to figure out how and where we were gonna meet, to what it looks like to keep people safe, doing our best to consider everyone, how to serve people well, not to mention the fact that we have a mission that we're trying to move forward. There's been a lot of weight to the season, but I wonder if and what has been maybe one of the heaviest seasons that we can remember, I wonder if it's also maybe even one of the most glorious seasons. You know, when I think about everything that God has done in and through our church in the last 10 to 20 months, there are so many incredible things have happened that I don't know if they would have happened otherwise. I mean, we never could have imagined that what started with an if, a what if, what if we open up another venue, that God would use that to be the very thing that would keep us moving forward. We never could have imagined that when we had no place to gather, that it would be the very thing that launched a brand new location online where thousands of people can gather from all over the world. We would have never thought that in a season where so many people were pulling in and pulling away, that we would launch a brand new way to reach out. We never could have even imagined that in a season when some churches would be shutting down, that we would be getting ready to open up a brand new facility to reach hundreds of more people. I know that there have been disappointments in this season, But I'm reminded that if God always met your expectations, He could never exceed them. Maybe that's why Paul wrote, Glory to God, who is able to do far beyond all that we could ask or imagine by His power that's at work within us. You see, moving from one degree of glory to the next means that God is gonna do more than you can imagine. And in doing that, it means that some of the things that you've imagined and some of your expectations are going to be disappointed because God is going to exceed them.
1: For years now, we've had this phrase at our church, forever forward. It comes from Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. It says, not that I have already obtained all of this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus.
0: We're thankful for all God has done in our church thus far, but we're also not satisfied to settle for where we are or where we've been. In all that God has done, let's remember that it's not all He wants to do. That's what one degree of glory means. It means that this next season isn't the finish line or the focal point, it's just one more fulfillment on our way to an even greater future. With each day, we are moving one degree closer to our destiny. Each moment is just a mile marker towards our next miracle. It means that what God has next is even better than what we have now. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I want to welcome everybody who's who's watching online. This has been our story. You got to see a little bit of where we've been, and for everybody who's who's watching right now, I want to give you a little glimpse of where we're going. And that's exactly what this is. This this is a glimpse. It's not the it's not the future. It, it's not everything. Um fact of the matter is, even this building, it's not even the full picture. This is just a fraction of it. I can promise you when you come next week, there's going to be things that will continue to change. We don't even have our real stage. We don't even have our real chairs. (laughs) There's going to be stuff that changes in the kids' classroom. But you know, I actually love that. I love that because it's an accurate picture of what real growth is. Real growth is just step-by-step, little-by-little, moment-by-moment, one degree at a time. I wanna to read to you our, our theme verse again found in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. It says, and we all, so that means you, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. That last part is what I wanna encourage you with as we step into this next season. Is the things that God wants to do, the transformation that's gonna take place. It's not gonna be by our strength, but it's by His Spirit, the change that He makes in people's lives. That's one thing I love about this building, is that if God can transform a grocery store into a church, just think what he can do with you. And and so what that means is over the next several months, over the next several years, I want you to think less about the goal and more about the glory, meaning less about the expectations of what I wanted it to be and what I want God to do and what I wish I could achieve and more about what God is producing in me. Less than what I was trying to produce and more, God, what are you doing in this moment? You know, when things are hard, it's an opportunity to experience God's strength. When things are long, it's an opportunity to experience the rest that only comes from Christ when things might be frustrating, it's an opportunity to know that there is a joy that comes from the Lord that even when it's hard, He's producing something in you. And so with every high moment that this next season brings and even the things that don't go as planned, I just want to tell you, we are looking forward to a glory that far outweighs, outshines, and outlast anything that this world has to offer. You know, this building is not the goal. Heaven is the goal. (laughs) Heaven's the goal and God wants to use this building to get people to heaven. So that's why we're gonna continue to do everything within our sphere of influence to continue to bring those far from God, near to life in Christ and if you're watching, you have the opportunity to be a part of it i want to one ask you to just when you come to this church don't come alone bring the people with you bring the people that need to hear the life-changing message of the gospel i can't change anybody you can't change anybody but the gospel message changes everybody so i want to ask you to not come alone and reality is this marks a new season for us, not just on the calendar, not just, you know, Labor Day weekend, it's a new season, but this marks a new season for us as a church, and here's here's what the season is. It's one degree of glory. Everything you look at, On, on the good days, know that it's just one degree. God's got something greater, and on the bad days, know that it's not or forever, it's just temporary on your step to a greater future that God has for you. So I wanted to think just how can we summarize all the things that God wants to do in this season, and I'm always big about speaking God's truth and God's word over our life, and so I have a declaration for us this season, and if you're part of our team, you'll be able to get that at our team conference this week on the 8th and 9th. Uh, Here's what it is. I want to read it to you and maybe you can just let these words sit on your heart And like I said, if you're part of our team, you'll get this to hang over your mirror or just say and speak over your life This is only a fraction of the things God has planned out for me What I have in mind Is no comparison to what God has in store That's why I'm not content to settle here Instead I'm setting out. Every day is another opportunity to step fully into my purpose and further on his path. The triumph of today doesn't come by my strength, but with his spirit. So I'm reaching out my hand because heaven is in my heart. I'm confident in what God has decreed, and I work for his glory to be displayed. This moment is a mile marker for the next miracle. It's a witness to his will and a a testament of transformation. That means that today's blessings are merely beacons that God is calling me into greater things. So with my eyes on eternity and my face toward the future, I'm reminded that today is only part of God's plan and this gift is only one degree of glory. I want to pray with you. I want to pray for everybody who's watching.